0: Welcome to the Common Geeking Program, a book club podcast where each episode, three of us read up on a topic, then discuss it from geeky, nerdy perspectives. Uh, This week, I am your host, Edward Ryan, and our topic is going to be revealed after our first ad read. We'd like to thank the sponsor of this week's episode, $1,000 Toothpaste Club. Uh, For all your bathroom needs, they have toothpaste. You start to sign up for just a $1,000 beginner package. And uh, they have all kinds of bathroom stuff. Uh, They have nose wipes. They have ear scrapers. um, And they have toothpaste. So uh, go over to $1,000 Toothpaste Club slash CGP um, and use our offer code to pay an extra 10% at checkout.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you'll also get free shipping.
0: And you will get free shipping uh, to West Virginia only. Alright, so like this week's topic, <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, listening to the ad read, that is how we keep the show running. Uh, so this week's topic is going to be One Punch Man, and we'll be discussing parody. Uh, I'm joined by two people, each of whom has selected a domain they think connects to our topic and theme this week, uh, and they are...
2: Hi, it's me, Keen. Uh I will be discussing uh, Yu Yu Hakusho... Which is not a parody anime, but it is a fighting anime, and I have some things to say about One Punch. Th-
1: are we gonna are we gonna have some some fighting words going on here? So, is is here.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I just I just got some things to say about One Punch. Mostly annoyances. If I really want to talk about like the fact that it's a parody, I would talk about Kill La Kill, which I probably will as well. Okay. Just a heads up, which is also an anime.
0: And this week is very special as we have a celebrity guest here with us. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Alan Rickman? <laughs> you
1: want me to go with Alan Rickman?
0: <laughs> no, I thought you were just going to be Pat Brem, but I'm saying you're a
1: celebrity Hello, guest. Hello, I'm Snape. I you're also secretly not evil. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, rest in peace, Alan Rickman. I love you. Um, <laughs> rest in peace,
2: Alan Rickman. Love you. Um, Rick we
1: loved Kipman, you, Alan needs... Rickman. No, <laughs> Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Boom. He's going to find us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kid, you summoned him. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, it's your boy, Pat. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Letterkenny, which is a fantastic show and it is very much a parody. First, we want to give a shout out to our Patreon subscribers and donators. You're amazing. We love you. Especially you, Skinny Pete. Love you, Skinny Pete. Pete.
0: Skinny Pete, obviously one of our top donators, so we say his name at the beginning of the show. But all of our uh, $600 and up donators, uh, your names will be read out at the end of the show. So stick around for that.
1: We got you. all all $600 gets.
0: By (laughs) summarizing our topic and domains before we openly discuss. Uh, Finally, we'll close with a competitive rating section to determine who best contributed and whether today's topic was enjoyable. The host will use this section to summarize (laughs) their topic (laughs) and theme as they should be discussed throughout the episode. Oh, I wasn't supposed to read that. All right, so the topic that I brought for us today, gentlemen, uh, was One Punch Man. Insert theme song. One Punch. I'm a, punch right here. I'm
2: a big fan of that of that 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 anime opening trope. Oh, the the Dude. theme
0: song is amazing.
1: So, I get that shit stuck in my head so easily I want so to put good. it on my phone Cuz it's, it's great on Apple Music. Power, well,
0: get the power.
2: Well, it's so also kind of the
1: Japanese version because I'm not a scrub who watches yeah. well, I they mean, say, They say power in English. <laughs> yeah, in the they Japanese also say one version. punch.
2: <laughs> uh, which also I think the real reason why it's so good is because every time it uses his one punch you kind of want to do that. Just go,
0: <laughs> one punch! punch! Hero yeah so continue sorry (laughs) all right yes so uh one punch man uh, is what i had you guys watch so i had and i wanted to talk about one punch man uh as a parody which it is um it's a parody of a couple of different way it's a parody of a couple of different things um so
1: you mean the very first thing that we see is like not supposed to be piccolo with fucking no, tentacles on his head no and way. colored purple,
2: but that was the first thing we see. I thought the first thing we yeah. see was uh was the crab
1: guy. No, even before that shit. Oh,
2: you're right. You're I guess right.
1: the very first scene. Is it literally just zooms in on some dude who looks exactly like Piccolo,
0: but purple, but purple. So, uh, <laughs> so
1: it is a parody of you know, uh,
0: f- in some regard, fighting anime things like Dragon Ball Z and uh,
1: Naruto, and,
0: and yeah. And uh, so I guess shonen anime in general, yeah. but it's also a parody kind of of superheroes, um, both Western and Eastern, and um, those genres. So we'll talk about a couple of things in that regard. Um, so to summarize quickly, One Punch Man: you have uh, your main character Saitama, um, who is One Punch Man. He can he's so strong that he can defeat any enemy with one punch. So the episode we mean that I had, it. Seriously, any enemy? One yeah, I just want to make clear to, like,
2: you know, <laughs> listeners, I don't it's, think you understand. It's literally one pun. Yeah. It's not even, literal it's title. never a question. It's never like, oh, man, is he going to be able to do it? No, every single time.
0: <laughs> and so um, I had you guys watch a couple things. Um, I know Pat went a little above and beyond.
1: It, the show was just so good. I wasn't expecting to like it so much.
0: Yeah, he went. He went a little above and beyond. Watched a lot of episodes, uh, but I, I had you guys watch the first two episodes and also ninth episode, eighth episode. What was it? Eighth and ninth. Eighth, eighth and ninth. Th- oh, so I had you watch four episodes, which it was the, the fight with King yeah, the, the deep sea,
2: the yeah. <laughs> deep sink side. Did uh, just quick question,
0: Eddie? Did you ever read the uh, the web comic or the manga? Um, I never read it. No, I've only
1: watched it. I might oh watch boy. the sub and the dub. I think Netflix only has the sub, so I can't even watch the dub if I wanted to. Dude,
2: I hate that. Netflix has so many like subs, especially when there's some really great dubs. That, like, I just I don't understand why yeah. it's not even available. But anyway.
1: I just don't watch enough anime to warrant getting a Crunchyroll account yet. So,
2: Dude, I watch anime most of the time. I ain't buying Crunchyroll. I'm sorry. Screw yeah. you, Crunchyroll. Get out of my face.
0: <laughs>
1: Get out of my face. <laughs> you hear that,
2: country
0: Crunchyroll.
1: So, um. Now yeah. it's a perfect time to go into our other ad read for Crunchyroll. <laughs> uh, Fuck you, roll you, uh, Crunchyroll. Buy Crunchyroll. They paid us money to say this. Buy Crunchyroll. That's They Crunchyroll. paid us money to say this. They paid us money to say this. Boom. Cool. Thanks.
2: Which is most of rolls fucking promos. Can we acknowledge that for a quick second? It's literally, oh, hey. They, like, half the time it's not even people I imagine watch it, but they're just like, yo, Crunchyroll. I'm like, oh, okay. But anyway, uh, continue, Eddie.
0: Yes, so it is it's about one punch. Yes, so um I had you watch the first two episodes um which kind of gets you the first episode gets you uh Saitama one punch man's origin story and uh also you get to see kind of display of his power. Um and then the second episode we get introduced to Genos who is his disciple. Um and and one of the, what I like about Genos so much um, in this show is that he's kind of like the archetypal like anime main character you know like he has like a tragic backstory and he's always like improving to try to get better he's got an arch nemesis yeah
2: who's a ninja you
0: know it's...
2: Uh,
1: well no his arch nemesis is a cyborg that like killed his family the cyborg what? that killed his family yeah i thought his arch and then he's got a doctor not a doctor but like a scientist who constantly like upgrades him and gets him new tech
0: yeah so um, he, sorry, one second. So uh, Genos is, you know, our kind of like normal anime main character, and then you have Saitama, who is actually the main character of One Punch Man, um, and he is so much stronger and more powerful than Genos without really trying. Yeah. Um and so the other thing i had you guys watch was a short clip of an episode where Saitama reveals the secret. To uh, his power. It's so funny. And what it is is Spoilers. um and i'm sure they'll edit in the clip here but i'll say it anyway. 100 pushups, 100 situps, 100 squats and a 10 kilometer run every single day. I um,
1: and it's you can't use the air conditioning in the summer or the <laughs> heat in the winter to strengthen your mind that's all you need (laughs) um i trained so
0: hard i became bald i trained so hard i lost all my hair that's the real thing and it's like that that's obviously like some pretty intense training but it's not like become god level defeat every enemy with one punch level training and that's kind of just
1: that's just normal strength training like it's not even that hard i was like that's pretty fucking hard man well yeah but i can't I
0: mean, I can't do that. What, I mean, think about like someone who is like really fit. Like, yeah. that's not that much, you know. Um, like, I, guess. I don't know. Like, that's like a professional athlete training. That's not. You I think know, you'd
1: be very shocked at how many professional athletes can't do a hundred fucking push-ups in a row. Yeah, pushups are kind hard. of.
0: Dude, I know a bunch of but,
1: people but who like, way, can like, can like barely the, do the ten. The point of it <laughs> is that it oh, is fit. you know it's not
0: it's not what like you would expect what genos mm-hmm. does for his training or what yeah. any of the other superheroes do for their training yeah it's definitely not of,
1: something that you would think would make it so that you can punch literally anything also
0: after only one year after a yeah. year and a half yeah yeah of training <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not even like he was like yes after what then when i turned you
0: know
1: 20 so after 20 years of the training. joke
0: on that is that it's like you know in a lot of animes and stuff you have all these like elaborate like training sequences and and stuff like in dragon ball z they go into the hyperbolic time chamber so fucking stupid um so that they can get 10 years worth of training in a year or something. Yeah. Which and, by the
2: way, they like always come out of really well adjusted. I'll be honest. Yeah, Ten yeah, years sh- in an empty white space with just like one other person to talk th- and to And they
0: never murder each other in their training. <laughs> right? No, it's it's crazy. <laughs> um so then the other episodes that I had you guys watch were the Deep Sea King saga. Um which are my favorite episodes because of Man Rider, the cyclist for justice. Uh, you mean uh licenseless
2: driver man. I love yeah, that. Yeah, he
0: dude. is phenomenal. I so think... that, that's another thing where you have the it all builds up. So the deep sea king comes out of the ocean, he's a big fish man, and he's just defeating all the heroes left and right. You know in even in S Class here. S Class is the top tier. Yeah, he's defeating the top tier heroes. And no one can stop him. Genos can't stop him. The he Moomin might have rider. been able to
1: if he didn't take that acid shot for the little girl. But he
0: might he might have had a shot. But yeah. But so you know, the Moomin rider, the cyclist for justice, shows up. He's been riding his bike to get here for two whole episodes at this point,
1: not fatigued at all. By the way, that's he's, a tank. he's in great he's a shape. Fucking- <laughs> athlete right there
0: <laughs> and he gives this amazing like empowered speech and this whole crowd gets behind him they're like you can do it movement rider and he's just a normal dude and he throws yeah, at the deep sea king with oh yeah Psych- justice crash yeah and oh he, this he, is this is
1: my favorite fucking part is he it goes parodies? in the deep
0: sea king yeah. with everything he's got oh. and just just gets pushed aside basically
1: <laughs> but like he parodies the part where Every single fucking anime character always has a signature move that they announce the name of right yep. before they use it. Yeah, and he's always just like bicycle crash of justice, tackle of justice. Like <laughs> it's always of justice, no it's matter so what. Good. It is. Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. So you have all these characters that are like um, archetypal anime characters, and the ones that kind of like, and, and none of them are as powerful. Saitama, who is this like parodic character in nature. I mean you even have the um uh Purry Purry prisoner, um, who is like a That's magical a, girl anime trope, but he yeah. is a a large you know, homosexual he's a burly man, man. man. Yeah. who He made me is, a little
2: uncomfortable sometimes, I'll be honest. Who
0: is uh, a felon. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he's also he's a felon for, for, for man love, right? Or something? Yeah.
0: No, for think I think for that. inappropriately yeah. touching other men, other superheroes. But, like,
1: he's in prison, breaks out of prison to try to beat this sea... The deep king, sea king. Deep sea king. And then gets his ass handed to him, just like the rest of the, the heroes. But I think the most pertinent thing about Saitama to me is the fact that he just does this because he's bored. Yeah. like
0: He also he, needs a job. He, he trains yeah. to become a hero because he wanted excitement and adventure. And then after a year and a half of doing, you know... Extraneous, but ultimately not God making workouts. Yeah. He's now so powerful that nothing can excite him. Yeah,
1: you know, so he, he has he has it
0: once. He has like dreams, you know, uh, that are amazing and glorious about an enemy that he can't beat with one punch, and it makes yeah. him so happy. And then he wakes up really sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, uh,
2: that's
0: And uh, I mean to so. You know, there's even later on in the series, and I didn't have you guys watch Boris? the finale, there's an enemy that shows up, uh, an alien called the Dominator of the Universe. I thought his name was Boros. That might be his name, but that's his, that's his title, is the Dominator of the Universe. And I'm he pretty... has a, the same problem as Saitama. He defeats every enemy with one hit. Ooh. And so he's bored, and so he's come to find an enemy that can give him a challenge. And so Saitama fights him, and they're hitting each other. And neither of them spoilers? Are dying. I'm going to spoil it. Yeah, it's the spoilers. <laughs> and then in the very end, sorry, Pat, Saitama punches him, wrecks his whole shop, and Boros, he talks to Saitama, he's like, you could have done that the whole time. I was no match for you at all, was I? Saitama's like, I wanted to give you a good fight before you died.
1: <laughs> well, now there's no point in me even watching
0: Actually, yeah, that, uh... Yeah, that's the spoiler. You can cut that out of the episode, but I wanted to tell Pat and Keenan about that. I I did I I've I've I read Beyond Boros. Alright, well I haven't read it. So anyway, yeah. so that's kind of a brief summary of One Punch Man. We kinda of rambled around. That can probably be edited together pretty coherently though. I think we hit on a lot of good points. Um it's a you know, it's a parody of fighting anime and of superheroes and Saitama. Is so powerful that I mean, it's so that I mean, that's kind of the, the joke is that in all of these things, the there's always this like power creep, you know. Goku always gets stronger because there's always a more powerful
1: enemy, you and know. Then he just goes into the hyperbolic and, chamber and trains and gets even more exactly. Powerful. Yo, no, Four sorry, he gets just gets his ass beat and then he
2: gets stronger like. because he's slightly angrier this time, I guess, and then he pulls out some. Random color, and that's his new Super Saiyan or something. Exactly,
0: yes. So in One Punch Punch Man, it's just he's already at the end of the anime, and everything else has to try and catch up, I suppose, in terms of power levels. (laughs) All right, guys. So we talked about One Punch Man. We talked about how it's a parody of animes. And we did an okay job. Probably not a great job, I'll be totally honest. But that's mostly
1: my fault. So we're going to move on. You know what? You should just go watch One Punch Man and figure it out for yourself. Just fucking yeah. watch
0: it. Just watch One Punch Man, okay?
1: What is wrong it's, with it? It's fantastic. Pause, it's the, amazing. pause the
0: podcast. We'll wait. Go watch One Punch Man and then come right back.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Welcome back. Uh, you've now watched One Punch Man. Just Google "One Punch Man versus <laughs> 12, Deep sea King" and just kind of passed. you'll get the uh, you'll get the idea, give or take. You know you might have you know you might have skipped the intro after you might couple have taken episodes, a couple Which don't do that. Don't skip the intro. The intro. Skip the hard. intro after the best a certain part. It point. It is I'm the sorry. best part. Okay, so uh, before so we it's get it's into me, the domains, right? I just want to remind yeah. everyone: uh, go and support us on Subscribe Treeon. Uh, <laughs> um, Six hundred dollars like here or more, you get your name right at the end of the podcast. Leave now us gonna, a comment. <laughs> and now, uh, give us five stars in iTunes. And now we're going to move into the domains. Um, so, the first person I'd like to do their domain is the first person I introduce on today's podcast, and that's going to be Keenan. So hey, Keenan, what have me. you brought us today? Uh, I'm, gonna probably, I'm probably going to try to like
2: bounce back and forth. Although I'm mostly going to focus on like uh, kill the kill. If you guys don't already know, I watch a lot. I watch a lot of anime. You double um, domain in it right now, bro? Oh, uh, kind of. It's, That's also, it's mostly fucking unheard of. It's mostly I'm like, just going to reference
1: you, show now. History no. of Dota. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just walk up slowly and down smash? <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, uh, Kill a Kill, uh, if you haven't heard, is a 2013 uh, anime. It actually originally was an anime before it was a manga uh, by uh, Kazuki uh, Nakashima. I hope I'm, I really hope I'm saying those names right. Uh, Basically, it is about, uh, it is about this vagrant schoolgirl who enrolls in this uh i think it's like a honenojoi uh academy, in this school this this uh this private academy that's off the walls uh she's there to find her uh father's killer and she does that by fighting the student council members and their lackeys because they all have uniforms their 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 clothing gives them superpowers basically
1: how is that going to help her find her father's killer? Because... Was he killed because, by a student council member? Uh,
0: n- well, the thing is... Uh, no, he needs to collect, she needs to collect the superpowers to help her find oh, her father.
1: Is she going to stitch like all the, the it's clothing like together? The chaos, to get, well, actually, the well, it's like well, the Chaos Emeralds in
0: Sonic. <laughs> if um, you get them all, you find uh, your missing father.
2: She... That's what Sonic's about, right? <laughs> well, actually, guys, she actually fights with half a scissor blade sword-like okay. thing. To um, cut their clothes off. Yes, actually, to cut their clothes off. And now, uh, are the student what council is this, members what is
1: this anime female
0: rated? and buxom? What? Is, are the student no. council members buxom females? Only They're underage. They're students, dude. Uh, I, I don't them. want the them, them to be. Like I'm not going to watch uh, the anime. I'm just guys, worried guys, about guys, Japan. Guys, guys, guys. Listen, listen. Uh,
2: eventually, she finds a sailor suit that is like their uh, their outfits, but is special. And it feeds off the life fibers, which are used to make the students' outfits. It goes... One star outfits, two star, three star outfits. Only the student capsule has three star outfits. Now listen. Wow, they this are is wearing a ge- no, no, no. very this little ingenious- clothing. No, this is a great parody. Like very little. Well, okay. exactly. That's 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 where oh, the satire comes point. in. Okay, all
0: right, go ahead.
2: Uh, because like it kind of it does like the same thing One Punch does, and it parodies oh, a God. lot of like the tropes of like fighting animes. like one of the things is like I actually love it uh, is when like. Anytime, like, something's introduced, or, like, a power is said, huge kanji bounce onto the screen and, like, slowly, like, spell out uh, the name, and it's kind of great. Awesome. Um, it's, oh, like, man. and also, like, they actually put it as, like, a plot point, because it's kind of, like, it's, like, why are, like, the anime girls always, like, scattly clad and shit? Well, actually, in this Especially show... Like
1: when they're fucking underage...
2: Yeah, basically, in this show, it's actually kind of funny because like they put a whole episode about, how, about like explaining it, quote unquote. It's that like her her like ability, her like sailor suit, which by the way is sentient, uh is like not working right. And she's like, "Why won't you give me all your power?" It's because like, and he's like, "It's because you're embarrassed by yourself." And she's like, "What do you mean? Every time you put me on, you're so scared about being Stanley clone. You need more confidence in yourself." <laughs>
1: I guess that's a good message. To yeah, no, no. It there. actually, it like,
2: move. it just, it kind of takes, like, and actually, guys, you'll love this. The, the like, she eventually, like, starts working with, like, the good guys, quote-unquote, uh, who are, who's this uh, paramilitary terrorist organiz- organization uh, called Nudist Beach, and they are fighting against the tyranny of this school, which are, like, these fascist, you know, autocrats. Uh, who use their power of their clothing to take over. Uh, they're trying to take over the world. Uh, and the action's really good. Uh, and like I said, it just, I thought of it because it kind of does the same thing that One Punch does. And it kind of picks on like certain tropes. And it just really like becomes a satire of it.
0: All right. And then did you want to... Um, one second, let me find the guy. Talk about the other thing
1: I'm about. Oh,
0: yeah. Have, um, like two more minutes if you wanted to discuss briefly Yu Yu Hakusho. Sure. Uh,
2: for those of you who don't know, Yu Yu Hakusho is really the only fighting anime you need to know. Uh, it premiered, I believe, in 1990 and then it's old. Yeah, no. And then eventually had an anime in 92 to 94 and then I think a couple years later, um, the anime, the dub version came out. It was one of the first really good dubs. Like, they didn't really cut out a whole lot of stuff. They kept a lot of the blood. They kept a lot of swearing. But anyway, it's, it's the story of Yusuke Urameshi. Oh, my son. He's a teenage delinquent who, in the very first episode, like the first five minutes, is struck and killed by a car while saving some kid's life. Listen, hold on. He then becomes a spirit. And he has to, mm-hmm. like, he spends an episode or two making, like, friends with, like, the spirits. Gets back so into his... listen ghosts
1: fighting ghosts?
2: Wait a minute. It's even better. Because, you see, he's put back in his body. And then Kuenma, the son of the ruler of the underworld, is like, yo, man, uh, we actually need someone on, like, the human world to fight demons that escape into the human world. And so they, like, teach him how to do stuff. And then he goes off... Uh fights some demons, becomes friends with a bunch of really cool demons. His rival gets involved. He's also a psychic. They then go and fight, you know, uh, for the world and stuff. It's amazing. It is both funny, humorous it's both humorous, uh, action packed, and incredibly well written. <laughs> I would highly recommend anyone look into this if you've ever had any interest in action I used or to watch some
0: shit on Tsunami.
2: Dude, Dude tsunami was the shit. Shit's dope, man. I will uh, say that I uh, And, watch TVZ show, and that shit all the time. I just want to bring up, because at some point I'll probably reference you Yu show in depth in comparing it to uh um One Punch in the fact that One Punch, even though it is a parody, actually does a lot of like the staples of um uh, like showing and like action anime mm-hmm. really well. And if not, sometimes better. Oh, <laughs> and it kind is, of upsets me. That's
1: one
0: of the great things about one punch man. And that's why I would call it a parody rather than a satire. Yeah. Is because parody is still a part of the genre that it is, Um, for lack of a better word, let's say criticizing. Um, Whereas the satire would kind of separate itself. But one punch man not only criticizes some of the, you know uh, tropes or maybe shortcomings of you know fighting anime and superhero stories but it also the things that are good about them it does extremely well um, but that keenan thank you so much for your domains your double domain double, double domain, domain dude it. the ddd um, king
1: of diamond of tribes and dives <laughs>
0: Divers this in.
1: episode is sponsored by Food Network, <laughs> taking you on a trip to Flavortown. Town. I know, uh Pat,
0: my man, my dog, my dude, your yeah, boy. I would love to hear about your domain.
1: All right. I don't think you're ready for my domain. I think I'm ready for it. I'm going to tell you all about the wonderful town of Letterkenny. Tell me about Letterkenny. Letterkenny is a small town, small rural town in a, a I'm pretty sure it's Wait, in is this Ontario an anime as well. Canada. It is not an anime. This is a live action, live action show. It does have a, fights a, in it
2: though. It
1: does have a lot of fighting, which is what, like kind of what reminds me. <laughs> okay. Letter Kenny is about a bunch of people who live in a small rural Canadian community in Ontario, I believe, on Hulu. Highly recommend watching it. But the basic gist of it is: it takes the three stereotypical things you think about Canadians and then like puts it on a scale of like massive, over the top parody. So like you I apologize have. A lot. They do apologize a <laughs> decent amount, but mostly it's like you got the hockey players, like oh, the fuck big those hot guys. shot hockey players. You've got um,
2: the cold opens the, are the best. Wayne, you got Wayne.
1: You got Wayne, who is a uh, a hick, if you will. But then you also have like the meth heads and people who make all the drugs and shit and spread them around the town. So it's like you got you got the hicks, you got the skids, and you got the hockey players.
2: Hicks, and, skids, and uh, hockey players
1: it's just all about like their problems and how they go through life. So Wayne is the the main character, if you can really identify one, but he's always just sitting by his produce stand on his farm with his sister, Katie, who is usually like messing around with these hockey players and shit, but it's, they're constantly just talking and talking in stereotypes. Like, uh, I'm trying to see if I can find some quotes about it, but the hockey players are always saying stupid shit. Like, Oh, it's Snipe City, bud. Like, going top shelf. Dumb things like that. Every hockey player's name ends in, like, the letter Y. So, like, you got Riley and Jonesy and Sudsy and Scrubsy and Budsy and fucking whatever. They end every sentence with the word bud. It's just, like, a really fucking funny thing. So, it's just... Very you over the top for humor's sake. Okay. Um, but then, Wayne is known as the toughest guy in (laughs) Letterkenny. And he's just like, this fucking hick farmer dude who goes and sits at the bar. He's super polite, will always stand up to shake your hand no matter what. and like,
2: Dude, I love that guy.
1: Just talks in the dumbest Canadian accent. He kind of
2: talks like this
1: all the (laughs) time. It's like, going down to the subs the (laughs) other day and shit like that. So he's the toughest guy in Letterkenny. But um, after he got dumped by his girlfriend of five years. Everybody's just like, what the fuck? This guy's like a scrub. He's not tough at all. So he has to earn his toughness again by fighting every guy in the fucking <laughs> No, town. no,
2: Eddie, it's great. There's like a guy like, what, I think it was one of the co No, A so, guy yeah, like comes yeah. into like the bar like, who's the toughest guy in here? And Wade just sits up and goes, that'd be me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that'd be me. And then he goes outside and fights him. But that's like later on in the season. Yeah. Um, the very first episode that this happens, he's sitting around a table with his friend uh, Daryl and his friend Dan. Squirrely um, Dan. Squirrely Dan. Squirrely Dan. Uh, Squirrely Dan's telling him about all these dudes. He's just like, uh, you got the joint guy. And then his friend was just like, why is he called the joint guy? So he explains. He just smokes a lot of joints. And then this other guy is called, like, the rat guy. <laughs> and it's because his, like, ass is really hairy, like a rat. <laughs> and then they talk about how bad his back acne or whatever, and then Wayne's just like, is it really that bad? Like, I might have to touch that. Like, tell me about it. <laughs> but, um... It's just like, it's a really funny show. Highly recommend. It's super it. good. They get into some shenanigans, mostly fighting, mostly drinking. I may have to check this out. If you want, like, a taste... Is there a lot of
0: seasons uh, to this? Uh,
1: there's six like,
2: seasons. I really? Realize. I thought there was
0: three.
1: Well, there's six there seasons. There are two per year, so it's okay. kind of like... It's okay. a weird, um it's I would recommend silly. that either you uh, listeners, can you can
2: you can look it's up a bunch Hooli. of the cold openings on YouTube if you want to taste.
1: That, yeah, they have a cold open and season two's cold open is fucking hilarious. So after that one scene that Keenan is talking about where the guy walks into the bar and says who's the toughest guy in here? Uh the next that's the end of first se- the first season. Season two starts out with him recapping what happened in that fight. And he goes through it alphabetically. And alliteratively. So he'll, he'll spend a whole fucking sentence on the letter A. And then his friend will say one word that starts with B. And then he'll do a whole sentence on B. And he goes through the entire fucking alphabet. That's amazing. It's amazing. It's incredible. Uh, the writing yeah. of the show is oh. fan-fucking-tastic. It's but great. But at the same time, he's, like, pretty much lovingly making fun of Ontario. Because the guy who created the show is actually the guy who plays Wayne. And he oh, really? grew up in, in rural... Um, Ontario? Listowell, Ontario, I believe. Oh, of course, Listowell. So, tactic.
0: Pat, what I love about the domain that you brought is that, you know, our topic is parodying, you know, anime. Keaton brought something that's parodying anime, and you brought something that's parodying an entire country well yeah <laughs> well i mean There's, you could say it's
1: really funny though because they go so over the top with it they're constantly referencing all dressed chips which are like a thing in canada they're talking about how what does that mean in, is that like is that like all dressed wait wait let me it's, guess. it's disgusting me guess. is it like
0: disco fries oh
1: i don't know it's like it's a specific um flavor of chips that
0: oh like actual like, chips not yeah. like british chips i didn't know because they still worship the queen or it's whatever
1: barbecue ketchup salt and vinegar all in one gross That's gross So, like, that's something that they do. And then there's one scene where they're all just throwing a a baseball around, and they're talking about how America doesn't have Aldrush chips. How America doesn't have um, malt vinegar just, like, as a uh, (laughs) condiment on every fucking table in a restaurant. And then one of the guys, Daryl, is just like, do they have running water? Like, (laughs) because it's just so (laughs) baffling to them that we don't have malt vinegar.
2: That's great. It's oh, that's it's pretty funny, so dude. fucking funny. Yeah, Eddie. Just uh, for later, I sent you a cold opening that I think is the best cold opening. I'll check it out. Uh, you know, at least it's one of the best.
1: But there's like constantly the two hockey players that are mostly in the show, Jonesy and Riley. They'll just be like in their car going to pick up Wayne's sister, Katie, and they'll Who get this both dating, I
2: think
1: they're kind. Yeah, it's like weird. You don't really know. Maybe she's like flirting around with both of them. Maybe they're just like keeping her around because they think they have a shot with her it's weird but at the same time like they'll just be sitting in their car and they'll be talking about the other hockey players on their team they're just like all these geezers roll their bag into the rink the first day I roll my bag into the rink I'm fucking quitting hockey man like, <laughs> all these <laughs> dumb fucking hockey things it was so funny uh, alright Pat thank you very much
0: this is a fantastic sure so. domain top shelf Alright Geek Bros, welcome back to the podcast. Now we're going to go into the discussion. We're going to have an open-ended discussion guided by the themes and domains mentioned thus far. And we're going to talk about the stuff that we talked about. So, Pat and Keenan, let me just real quick... you know, and, and maybe bring in your domains a little bit. But what did you guys think about One Punch Man? We didn't really get into that into the summary. Was that more of the rings? But yeah, uh... fucking no, no. Like, like, what did you think it. about it? What were your thoughts? Not did you like it? Or, I mean, you can talk about it if you liked it, but what were your thoughts? Pat fucking loved it.
2: Uh, I I like it to an extent. I don't. F- I find, um, the joke, gets...
1: derivative.
2: No, I just it gets a little old um However, I found that uh, if you keep watching and if you go to the manga, it actually starts to focus more on everyone else, and then it actually gets pretty interesting, in my opinion. Uh, I will say
1: that I would like a lot more of the Moomin Rider, for sure. Oh well, maybe not He's him. Great, yeah, but for me, like I do not watch a lot of anime. I'm not a big anime fan. Like I'm just starting to get into the foray of like I watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for another episode. Um, I'm trying to get into more anime just because I feel like I'm watching the wrong anime or I have a bad idea of what anime might be, but all of the problems, all of the stereotypes that, like, I believe might be true, that's what One Punch Man is touching on right now, and it is, like, blowing them out of proportion and showing why they're so ridiculous, but it also, like, leaves a lot of the tropes that I, I think are very problematic in this area they like leaves it out in the fucking cold. Like one of the things that I fucking hate is that in a lot of anime or at least the ones that I see the most on the internet, um, they over-sexualize young female characters. Uh, their voices are super fucking annoying and like meant to sound childlike, but then dudes will hypersexualize them and like make porn out of them. And that's just weird to me. Like, well, that's for so, everybody. I would yeah, argue that that happens in,
2: with no, What I mean is like everything.
1: Yeah, always gonna be weirdos. Oh, no, but
2: anime does kind of do it a lot. But you know, they find it's a, It's actually a weird study
1: if you look at it. Yeah, but like One Punch Man, they have small children obviously in the show, but like they don't sound overly annoying. All the female characters are like strong heroes so far, or at least they're just treated like normal fucking people. Did
2: you get to Fubaki yet?
0: I don't
1: think so. Fub- Fub- Fubuki?
0: uh Eddie, help me know. out here. Is that the is that the psychic girl's name?
2: Oh, uh, that's
1: one of them. Yeah, I mean, I've seen everything up until the last two episodes. So that's I mean,
0: that's an interesting thing. So oh, um, cool. I don't know if I think you would have seen this character, Pat, because um, uh, yeah, I think she shows up once or twice before. Uh, the, to, uh, to
2: to to uh, what's her face?
0: But um, they do have like a little girl. She's character. forty or something. I mean, but like, look at the character design. You know, no, I know, they, I know. It's that classic. They though. don't
1: blow their eyes up like really they wide. Do have, like, and like, have a them little sparkling, and then going like,
0: eh, like, eh, like and she's wearing like, like a a long like poofy like dress type of garment. Like she's visually, she's not really sexualized at all. But they do still kind of keep that anime trope of like, it's like a really small person who's like super powerful.
1: Yeah. You know? That's fine to me. But like, yeah, yeah. The no, i that that's a good thing. Where they take a, a kid and sexualize them is weird to me. That's but, bad. And I'm glad yeah, yeah. that it doesn't do but it. But One Punch well. Man as a whole is really cool because it makes fun of the anime that I actually do like, like Dragon Ball Z and Full Metal Alchemist with the power creep mm-hmm. and blows that out of proportion too. It's just like a very funny, enjoyable thing. Like Saitama's in the middle of a fight, wondering like, "Oh, what should I make for dinner tonight? Oh, crap, like, I have groceries. to go stop by the supermarket."
0: Yeah, like. So, um, Pat, you watched then, um, the episode with the meteor. Yes, I did. And then, Keenan, you maybe didn't watch it, but you read. I'm assume that happened in the manga as well. Uh, the meteor, yeah.
1: Like but a big so ass meteor is coming. There's towards... like a
0: big meteor coming yeah. to Earth. Which episode was that? And, it's going to destroy like two whole cities. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It it's
1: going to at least destroy the entirety of the city that they are in and then the fallout will reach other cities yeah so all the
0: heroes not all of them but a ton of the heroes try to stop it or figure out ways no to stop they it.
1: all fucking disappear they leave and,
0: oh no that's true yeah they're, so all, Genos, they're, they're all just like oh those are the crappy cities anyway so i'm not yeah. gonna save them
1: yeah, yeah. Just, well what about like Bang?
0: two or three heroes try to stop it yeah. right
1: yeah, so there's one, like, Metal metal Knight, or whatever. Yeah, he's got uh, Metal Knight is just, he sends a bot out, like a, a drone, to test out weapons that he just developed. They don't do shit. Genos does his full power, like, arm cannon thing. That it's doesn't Full do power shit. kamehameha. So then it's just left to Saitama and the other guy, Bang. I can't even remember what his real name is, but Bang's there. He's just, like, fucking... Defending his dojo because it's been in the family for 40 years. Dude, I love that, man. Um, So in the process of all those other Class S heroes, those are like the top tier guys, whereas Saitama, One Punch Man, is stuck in Class C. In the midst of those guys doing all they can to stop this, Saitama goes up and punches it once, breaks it into a million pieces, which then crash down in a meteor shower and destroy much of the city, but nobody dies. And that's very important.
0: And there's a city left to rebuild instead of a, a crater. And then it's so funny because then everyone like is mad at Saitama.
1: He's, they're mad at Saitama for multiple reasons, too. They're mad at him for destroying the city, even though he saved all the people. They're mad at him because they think he's stealing the credit from the other heroes to try to increase his own favor. Because part of the way that you get from being a Class C hero to a Class S hero is you A, do heroic things. But then, B, you have to be popular. Like, you have to have a component of the general population that, like, adores you and sends you fan mail and says all this popular, uh, positive stuff on the internet. And yeah. that's
0: another yeah. thing that's funny about Saitama is um the reason he doesn't he's care. In class C is because when they took the hero exam, he, like, you know, off the charts, all the physical stuff. And then he basically failed the, like, the pen and paper test. Yeah, he
2: was so <laughs> he was he was so good at the physical stuff that like it completely compensated. So he got like the lowest
1: grade though. He, he got, got seventy like, one. Yeah like, seventy one out of a hundred. Yeah. Um and the lowest you can get is seventy in order to qualify for a hero. Yeah. Um so
0: got, like but so that that's the thing, right? He's Pat, a is, yeah. um one of the other things that one punch man does, and then I do want to get into some of the domains. I don't want to spend all the time only talking about one punch man, even though that was the the main topic is that it, because you have like, um. you know, Saitama, you know, he's the most powerful and he does all this heroic stuff. Um, but then like, you know, he doesn't get the credit for it and people don't really like him that much. Um, and he doesn't get respect and so it kind of takes one of the things about like a lot of these anime and you know even just any superhero type of thing where this powerful is powerful characters there's a bit of like wish fulfillment stuff where people can be like yeah that's i would i would be that guy you know yeah, yeah. and now it's like you know you have the the guy who's the most powerful character and everyone kind of fucking dislikes him you know yeah, like, well, oh, Saitama's a cheat, you know?
2: Well, no one is it's because Saitama is just about that smoke, all right? Let's be perfectly honest. He's here to fade people, and that's it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, he also just, like, gains the ire of his other Class C heroes who he is now leapfrogging because he's doing such heroic like things. Like, the
2: Tame. The tank top brothers. The tank top bros.
1: Yeah, tank top tiger. Tiger. And was it black tank top
2: or meteor black Black hole tank top? (laughs) Tank top (laughs) dude.
0: By the way, (laughs) their superhero names are really like, oh, okay, I got it now. (laughs) Um, And that's that's another funny thing is because it's like in One Punch Man, there are people who actually have like powers and stuff, like actual powers. (laughs) And then then there's a ton of
1: heroes that are just people. That dude who rides his bicycle. That he is why like he's uh, the cyclist for justice. Yeah. So a big part of being a class C hero too is that you need to fit a weekly quota. Of if you don't have any heroic deeds in a week, you get like taken out and you have to retake the test. So a big part of the beginning of One Punch Man is him like there's one episode where he has to just run around and try to find something heroic to do.
0: But like yeah, at the moment like everything's calm,
2: so he's yeah. just like. Uh, but then Sonic tries to fuck him up, right? Or am I yeah, it?
0: Sonic Speed of yeah, wants Sound to play him. Oh, man, that's a whole other character. What a trap. Fucking Naruto shows up. One so He's too. got the
1: creepiest fucking smile ever.
2: Well, I, I don't think you're supposed to like him, I'll be honest. I know. <laughs> well, it's just like the I, creepiest I really fucking liked.
1: smile.
0: Oh, and there's the whole fucking, like, the communists episode.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I got to the communists yet. Is, yeah, they're in the uh, same
0: episode of Speed of Sound Sonic. It's like uh, the... The dudes, um, they're all like bald and. Oh you're yeah, talking about like, like um, uh, what was they his stole, name? Guys like, who <inaudible> don't want to work, yeah. and they're like, we don't want to work. The
1: government should. Pay. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, they're. uh I, I hated that though because his name was Hammerhead, and I didn't understand why his name was Hammerhead because his
1: head is so thick. I mean, yeah, his I head is so thick. Like, it's as
2: hard as a hammer. That's not, yeah. um, okay, I kept thinking the shark. Oh, okay, I kept I thinking the shark. Work.
0: That guy turns his life around and gets a job,
1: too. He, he does. Get, I'm proud of him. I thought he gets killed. No, he's so fine. that's the thing. It's like they think they killed him on two separate occasions, but he's really just playing dead, and he's like, thank you, Mom, for giving me such a thick skull. <laughs>
0: so, um, so. Keaton, why don't you talk a little bit about, um, you know, how you would, kind of relate kill a kill to one punch man you did a little in the domain
2: uh well it's cause hit kill, me a kill, little bit
0: more spicy. like up. i
2: said it takes uh what you oh well, it takes a lot of it it actually kind of like points out it, it it addresses a lot of concerns that people have and i think that's kind of like something that one punch does because like for example in kill a kill with the whole magical girl and like the fighting you know animated there's always some you know uh, there's always some chick running around who's like you know like a high schooler because like that's the thing. This is all takes place. Most of this takes place at the high school, and like I said, it's run like a. It's not it is not run like a high school. It's run like a military academy. That's like it. Like literally, like they they go on like uh, do like a sports festival against a different school at one point, and, it's, and it cuts to it, and it's literally like a battle. <laughs> between, like, opposing forces with tanks and, like, people exploding and stuff. It's like, yes, we will crush all the schools in Japan. Um, and it kind of, like I said, it just it ramps up the absurdity of, like, how, like, uh, some animes are like, yeah, this is all in a high school. It's like, but it's just high school, you know? Um, and like I said, the school council, like, when she, the president, um, she's, like, the main antagonist for a while, uh, Satsuki, and like the way you first meet her is like she's literally at the top of like this fifty-story building, and the light is like shining behind her, and like everyone is bowing down to her, and she's like, "All oh, people, humans are pigs in human clothing." And it's just it, like I said, it's just ramped up the absurdity, and I would highly recommend all of it. Um, and but like I said, it kind of addresses, it kind of brings to the forefront these things. Cause like I said, it's like when you watch these ch- shows that like have like all this like action, but they're still high schoolers, and like it happens in the high school, you always kind of have to question like, is this really like this? Th- it's just a high school though. Like they're just high schoolers. Um, it also does that with uh, like as I said earlier like, uh, as, like, Pat pointed out, too, like, the, like, the sexualization of, like, some people's outfits, like, there's no way that's, like, practical, and they actually make a whole episode about, actually, the reason why the outfits like this, they make a, they, I think it's kind of funny, because, like I said, uh, most of the time, people just kind of, like, pass it off, it's a classic, uh, the bikini armor, you see a lot in fantasy, you know, it's like, well, that's not really practical, (laughs) Uh if you
1: get hit anywhere other than the boobs or the veg. You yeah, think? you're gonna
2: be pretty there's a lot of skin there I could just kinda of shank. So this uh this show is um the toy, uh the main girl. Uh like she's in this and she, like I said, there's a whole episode about how she's not like it's not working right, and it's all about how she's not confident in herself and that she doesn't trust uh the sailor suit, who like I said, is, you know uh said to <laughs> and so like I said it just it kinda takes like those ideas um and parodies them by ramping them up and then also it addresses them. Kind of like in the way that like um One Punch addresses the fact that he's like OP and how everyone else like like why like, why isn't he being treated a certain way because he's like OP? And it kinda like makes fun of that because in because yeah, it's kinda like you know how yeah Goku's OP. But like, how come no one addresses it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so they so they, they do that by ramping it up. And the other thing I'll but also uh the reason why I brought up Yu Hakusho is because One Punch also does the things I really love about action, which is mainly the fights really well. <laughs> like I kind of like I, animated, like honestly yeah. I hate it like i I honestly hate it because my <laughs> content you know because my contemporary action animes released at the same time are sometimes not on that level like should we really be focusing on that for one punch like oh man it just uh it just gets me angry man I don't know yeah, they <laughs>
0: they they so like smoothly and beautifully edit together these fights where it's yeah it's beautifully
2: it, animated it's so meticulous and, and
0: it's it's so good because, like, all this stuff is happening, you know, and we know how it ends. Oh Every yeah. fight, no matter how long the fight is, we but, uh, know how it ends. You guys want to? Besides, about punching someone one time. But uh, guys, it's great.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit more about one punch real quick uh, before. Okay. Just uh, real quick, and then mean... I got a p- question for Patrick. Yeah, I just want to. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, uh, if you guys read the web comic where it originated, it is doodles. It's terribly drawn fun fact
1: but it's got such good art now
2: no 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 no. but but that's that's the beauty of it because people complained that there wasn't good enough so when they made the jump to manga they made these really in-depth beautiful landscapes for everything and like one like the like every once in a while you'll read something it's like literally just zoomed out and it's like the whole city highly detailed and each like entire page is just a zoom in slightly for it and, and then it,
0: Saitama still looks
2: yeah, yeah yeah no 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 yeah every once in a while Saitama still has <laughs> like that a face doodle.
0: But... I really
1: want someone to superimpose that scene from the Spongebob movie when they take the crown off of King Neptune uh, yeah, and oh, everybody's damn. just like bald That's bald
2: uh, but guys listen people complained again because they were like oh it's so good why can't we Why can't we get more of it And and so the creators were like oh I'm sorry I thought you wanted hyper realistic well drawn manga so we're going to take another 3 months to make this next chapter, okay? Yeah.
0: It was just it was so petty and I loved it. Well, and that's something that I love about the the anime though is that um you always have all these like super like detailed like main characters with all these like little things about them and their and outfits like, yeah, and, and costumes. And uh, Saitama uh, <laughs> is in the most basic costume you can get. And he's just this bald guy and his face is a few lines. You yep. know? Like He's got a yellow
1: jumpsuit then, with red gloves, red boots, and a white cape. Like,
0: and then when it gets into an action scene, though, he suddenly becomes this, like, highly detailed and well-drawn Oh, yeah, like, the, uh,
2: like him biting the knife. Like, he's just a doodle, and then he bites the knife that, like, no one saw coming at him, and he just it's, it's like, oh, shit. Uh, Saitama so sees everything. Okay. mm-hmm he just is everything okay
0: so Pat I wanted to talk to you about um so comedy, um, yeah. is, comedy is a huge part of parody um and the thing that you brought us letter Kenny that's you know that's like its main focus is on the comedy so do you want to talk about that a little bit the comedic elements move that you pulled out of one Punch man and how you can relate that to letter Kenny um yeah then,
1: so The thing that I mostly saw is with all things, at the root of all comedy is a sense of like admiration or love for whatever you're making fun of. So, One Punch Man is making fun of anime, like parodying it and showing what's ridiculous about it, but at its core, it's kind of like a love story to certain parts of anime. Like, everybody always, let's take Comedy Central Roasts, for example. Like, they'll pick a celebrity to get roasted and then they'll have all their friends come in and say jokes and make fun of them for certain things but deep down they know it's like out of love it's appreciation and that's what letter kenny is it's a love story to this guy's childhood he's kind of showing the world the most ridiculous over-the-top version of his hometown but it's lovable it's relatable you get a kick out of it like it's entertaining so to me making fun of something is the biggest form of flattery you can possibly do. Mm.
0: Like
1: if and you can so- if you can poke fun at something and show how ridiculous it is but then still have it be enjoyable like it's it's just it's a good thing, you know?
0: Yeah. And so Pat, did you find One Punch Man humorous?
1: I laughed my ass off on several occasions at One Punch Man. Like particularly when he's not really like
0: fighting people.
1: When it, even when he's fighting, like, and he's just not taking it seriously because he's just so fucking powerful. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna go to the grocery store after this. I'm gonna buy some noodles. Like, let's go get some udon." Like in the middle of a fight, he's just like, "Hey, yo, Genos, you want? Do you like udon noodles?" Like,
0: and that's what I love too. Is like Saitama's biggest like challenges, like the greatest enemies that he faces, so it's like are lady. mundane yeah, yeah. problems. And his, flight. you know, like like missing the sale at the grocery store or swatting a fly. You know, fly swatting a fly yeah um and and so that's something that i think is really great about it is it you know it kind of flips the whole thing on its head yeah. you know um so letterkenny i thought sounded super interesting um and i definitely want to check it out a little bit but so in that show you have the the guy who's like the biggest toughest fightinest guy yeah
1: you have wayne who's like on the surface, he just looks like a dude who works on a farm, tucks in his shirt, is super. Um, so he's he's a Saitama
0: esque character. A little bit is he's um, very plain. but He
1: does look fuck tough though. He yeah. So he looks tough in the sense that like he smokes cigarettes and drinks beer. Like he's built, chugs whiskey. He's he's pretty built. He's got biceps, but he's super nice. He's polite. He doesn't really go out of his way. He will only fight you like mano a mano. In a fair like situation, not on his property to like make his sister get involved. Like They just stay at the end of his driveway. Um, he's, he's just a very respectable kind of dude. And he doesn't really get mad at anything unless you fuck with his family. And then he gets pissed, which is kind of the same as here. Saitama doesn't show a lot of emotion. But then there's one scene where in um, the Deep Sea King, he's on his way yes. to the city to help out. Genos is already there. And he hears an announcement that a uh, Class S hero has been killed or, like, defeated. But he doesn't know which Class S hero that was. He thinks it might be Genos, So he shows up to the Deep Sea King fight, and immediately he sees Genos on the ground. And before he even, like, addresses the Deep Sea King, he makes sure that Genos is okay. Yeah,
2: he's a
1: good, so, like, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. He cares about his family, which is also what Wayne does. He just loves his sister very much, even though she kind of like is a little bit too promiscuous for him. Um, (laughs) But it's just like it's the reaction that he has. There's one scene in particular um, in one of the episodes that I just watched recently where a one of the drug dealers, his name is uh, Stewart, makes a deal with a more big time drug dealer. In order to make a little bit of extra money. He ends up screwing the girl over. And to get revenge. While she is still not getting paid. She starts to like just set Letter Kenny ablaze. She'll fuck with pretty much everybody. Trash houses. Set things on fire. So she ends up setting the produce stand. At Wayne's farm on fire. And he does not like this very much. He doesn't even fucking like Stuart. Because Stuart is turning his town into a meth town. So it boils over with all three sides. You got Wayne. The drug dealers and even the hockey players are mad at Stewart for making it a meth town because he's fucking with the rookies. The rookies on the team are now puking in practice. They're like, they have the jitters. It's crazy. So they all come to a head. Wayne ends up paying off the drug dealer to leave Letterkenny alone. Even though he hates Stewart with all his guts, he still has so much appreciation for the town of Letterkenny that he will give up $5,000 of his own money just to keep that city safe. Yeah, it's like they're both the heroes of the story, and I love it. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's uh he's great. I think also, um, like I said, uh, I think when you really want to like parody something, you have to have like a lot of love with it. Yeah, and I think that the same people who made like Kill a Kill and like uh, One Punch and Leonard Kenny all really love their. Um, their their media their chosen things and I think apart like parody has always been in my opinion an act of love and even satire by extension because parody is supposed to like look how ridiculous we are and the satire is like come on guys uh we can be better you know what I mean yeah I
1: feel like satire has more of like a desire to change something whereas parody is just trying to be fun yeah point out enjoyable. something yeah like I feel like yeah, um, exactly.
2: but I think like I said it's still like yeah it's still pointing out like 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 for kill a kill it was like guys this is ridiculous. Maybe we should do something about this. Uh, at least that's what I always like felt. Um, and then, you know, like I said, the parody's very much like, this is... Everyone thinks Canadians are this, but this is what really Canadians are times <laughs> 10, you know? Uh, or, like, One Punch is just like, guys, I know it's stupid, but, like, don't you just love that One
1: Punch? <laughs> There's, like, an episode of Letterkenny that also uh, sort of satires social media. They out of the blue get this idea to have a website where you can record your farts for posterity and share them with your friends and they call it fart book. Fart so everybody book. starts yeah everybody starts just like getting fart book accounts and Wayne's just like not about it. Dude, I'd get a fart book account. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Letter as a whole is just an amazing piece of entertainment. Yeah. And I highly recommend everybody go watch it
0: thank you both for an discussion uh now <laughs> the fuck is that supposed okay, to be hold it let me go back let me restart let me yeah let me why take, don't you restart I think, that wait I let think me take the scene you should again.
1: just say insert adjective here discussion. that's what i was gonna do yeah. let
0: me take the scene again okay from the top burr, burr, burr. Unique New York.
1: The human torch was denied a bank (laughs) loan.
0: Okay, here we go. Uh, Thank you both for an adjective discussion. Uh, Now we move on to the rating section. And we begin by having each of our representatives, that's you two, rate the topic on a scale of one, two, five punches punches i was a push-ups but
1: all right
0: <laughs> push-ups yeah one to five i feel like punches is just so good for this sure no because then you'd want to give it one punch if ah, it's the best true you know true. Um, Got so one to five anime tropes yeah uh, okay a scale of one to five anime tropes all right so uh Keenan, why don't you kick us off, buddy? Um, alright. I was gonna have one to five
2: three? anime tropes. I'm probably gonna give it like three and a half anime tropes. Damn. Uh, so, like, there's a girl who's actually 10,000 years old, but she looks, you know, fucking uh, 12. There's some guy with glasses that when he pushes it up, they got a swing. There's the airhead delinquent, who, you know, always seems to walk with a permanent, like, lurch-forward movement. You know, he's always, like, slunched over. Uh, And then, like, half... these
0: are negatives, or...?
2: No, these are all tropes. (laughs) Uh, But... uh, Because I really like the animation. The animation's beautifully solid. Um, The story's ridiculous and comedic, although, frankly, I think that One Punch gets way better later from you know what, what we see we don't see the best of it uh, which is actually one when you really get when they really take time to develop characters um, and kind of make the situations where one punch wins uh, much better which is why I would rate it as such
0: alright well Keenan I appreciate your honesty if not the number that you gave my topic uh, Patrick why don't you weigh in
1: this is not a very common thing for me,
0: isn't it? I this usually, is not Christmas magic. It is the common geeking
1: program. No, let me let me finish my okay, thought, okay. Don. Right, it's right. gonna it's gonna blow your mind here, right? right? It's
0: not a very common thing for you.
1: This is not common for me. I usually try to reserve this for uh, special, oh, oh shit. super cool occasions. But I am giving One Punch Man the elusive five anime tropes. Oh,
0: shit. I thought you were gonna go zero. I want you to edit in the One Punch part of the theme song there when he does that. Oh my goodness, Patrick. I'm flattered.
1: Not only is this show so expertly crafted, in my opinion, to make an anime hater such as myself love this show and actually consider watching more anime that no other anime show could have possibly done to me, the music is fan fucking the music's fantastic. pretty good, can't lie. Like I legitimately want that soundtrack on Apple Music, alright? Colin, make that happen. Go tell Apple next time you're at work to put the One Punch Man soundtrack on Apple Music. Just do Thank it. Thank you. Love you. Anyway. The music is fantastic. The art is fantastic. The humor, the writing, everything is so good. That this is one of my favorite television shows of all time. Like, I love it that much. There's only one season out, and I cannot wait for the second season. It's just amazing. Incredible. I love it.
0: Pat, thank you so much for your kind words. Thank Um, you for
1: making me watch this show.
0: Of course, man. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe I lied about the ending and didn't spoil it. Maybe. (laughs) I doubt it, but maybe. That's not the real ending. There's stuff after that. Because the One Punch Man is not about the fights. Uh, One Punch Man is all about the fight. So anyway, uh, thank you for the ratings. Great job, everyone. Next up in the podcast, I am going to give out our Gold Star Student Award to the Gold Star Student. Oh, shit. The person who did the best. The person who related it to their domain the best. The person who brought up the best insightful discussion points. The person who... You know, killed it this episode. I mean, you both killed it. So I won't. I'll take that criteria away. Cause We're murderers. The person who did the best. You know, it doesn't mean the other person did bad. It just means one person did better. And what I will be awarding to this gold star student, the person who did golden the
2: best. coupon, golden coupon.
0: I will be giving them the golden one punch. Uh, I thought it'd be <laughs> a coupon. So uh, without further ado, so let me just evaluate the candidates briefly. So. Pat, you brought up Blair Kenny. You told me a lot about it. Uh, it is very likely going to make me go watch the show after we finish this recording.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Uh, Keenan, you know, I already checked out Yu Yu show back in the day on Toonami. It's Never watched Kill the Kill. Um, I'm going to be honest, it didn't look that interesting. But now that I kind of know what it's about and that it's like, you know, a parody I th- and not just a straight up, yeah. you know, yeah. the thing... I thought it was the things that it's you know no it's uh, a of. and that's why I wasn't interested in it. But now that I know it's literally the opposite of that, um, I'll probably check Kill a Kill out at some. point. It's so funny, but, bro. Watch so the. You dumb. both brought up good things. I do. I think I liked Pat's domain a little bit better. I'll be honest. That said, Keenan, I think that you you know you gave me a little bit better points in the discussion. Maybe it was because you also brought an anime to the table. That looks really sad. Oh, no. Wait, does this mean <laughs> I got it? Or? So I'm going to be awarding the golden one punch to Keenan Kodesh. God, yes. I mean, I gratefully accept.
1: I thought that my comparison between Wayne and Saitama was so insightful. That
0: was good. It was, good. It was really good. It was, you How just am better I ever going to keep the throne
1: now? I don't know,
0: man. You know, we'll have to see what happens in the future. But, uh, Keenan, if you'd like to give a short acceptance speech or something. uh,
2: I deserved it. I deserved it.
0: Boom. And there you go. Keenan Kodis, the podcaster for justice. Uh, Most humble. humble.
1: <laughs> Pat, I'm so sorry. I'm so
2: sad. Wait, wait! I'm confused. Why you still?
1: You're still like you know. I'm not in the lead anymore. Neither am I. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, but I was in the lead. You're still in the lead. But what he's saying is,
0: what he's saying is now another episode will be recorded that doesn't. Anyway, that about wraps it up for us in the Common Geeking Program Studios, where we all gather together each time we record an episode. Uh, Pat, I'd like to shake your hand, and Keenan yours. Thank you both for being here today. Um, put in a handshaking sound effect so they think we're in a studio. Thank you very much. Some um, I have been your dutiful host, Edward Infinity Gauntlet Ryan.
1: If that means full of duty. <laughs> and you can find
0: me at uh, Shadow Realm Escapist Meetups um you can also find me on twitter at fake eddie ryan i occasionally retweet memes i don't do a lot else there i'll be totally honest uh again i've been joined by keenan kodish what's up uh, wait i've been joined by it's
2: me keenan once again, still looking over all of you as a benevolent deity. I think I'm going to move back into the violent autocrat persona pretty soon, so keep a lookout for
0: that. What's up? And where can we find you, Keita?
2: Uh, Once again, you can find me knocking on your door because I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm a violent <laughs> He's autocrat. He's coming, all right. I'll find something about you and I'll persecute him. I think you're coming enough for all of us. <laughs> I bet you, I'll come in your. Uh... <laughs> And, and our celebrity guest this week, Alan Rickman, once again, such great points. Who knew he was such an anime fan?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a boy, Pat. You can find me on Twitter at Pat, the Common Geeking Program podcast dude official. Uh, I'm an influencer. Uh, DM me for all business inquiries. I will possibly retweet what you want me to retweet for the specific price that we agree on. And I will most definitely accept free samples. Thank you.
0: Uh, all of uh, next episode is going to be hosted by probably one of you guys, right? It's me. Yeah. Yeah. No, next I episode I is going to be hosted host by, by <laughs> your boy Patrick Brown. And uh, Pat, what are we going to be uh, talking about on that episode?
1: So that episode is going to be about uh, anthology series with the specific focus on The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Which is now out on Netflix. It's very funny. You should watch it. Most of it's
2: good.
1: Well, you you should have been on it.
0: I know. Uh, Pat, thank you so much for telling us that information. Uh, Listener, dear, dear listener, I'm a little rusty from being in the Shadow Realm for so long, so do forgive us uh, for. Well, actually, I guess they'll edit out all the pauses in the episode. So, uh, dear editor, please forgive us for all the pauses you had to edit out (laughs) this episode. And dear listener, be sure to tune in two weeks. That's right. Count them. Not one, not two, but two weeks from We're
1: bi-weekly. It's 2019.
0: We've moved. moved. It's 2019 now. It's the current year. We got to get up with the times. And we got to go bi-weekly. Anyways... Thanks for listening, subscribing, sharing, buying our merch, going to our sponsor websites,
2: defending us against our you know various uh, criminal
1: accusations, sending us fan mail,
0: destroying our enemies,
1: breaking us out of prison. Oh,
0: thank you so much for breaking us out of prison. And thank you for loving yourself.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> and we'll talk to you <laughs> next week. This episode of The Common Geeking Program was hosted by Eddie Ryan, joined by Representatives Pat Brem and Keenan Kodish. This episode is sponsored by Unnecessary Pauses. Thanks a bunch, guys. The podcast is created and produced by Colin Ketchin and Jeff Levitt, with this episode edited by me, Matt Canavan, and by Timel Chowdhury, or Chowder, whichever you prefer, and original music by Colin Ketchin. We'd love for you to stay engaged with us at Geeking Program or hashtag CGP. Reviews on Apple Podcasts are also a critical help for growing the show and will read new reviews on the air. If you want to know more about us and all our works, head to CommonGeekingProgram.com. Stay in touch, stay tuned, and thank you for listening. Oh,
1: um, guys, give me just one second. Okay. That's rough.
2: He's going to Google it now.
1: Nope, he turned his screen off. He's taking his shirt off.
2: Oh, shit, man. Oh, Lord. Is this allowed? Can you do this on a podcast?